Hi everyone, I'm Dr. Rob, and you're listening to the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health. A number of listeners have raised the issue of leg cramps, also known as charley horses. Why exactly are they called charley horses? Well, that's not really a question for me, but I will put a link that explains some of these mysteries at the end of the show notes. This podcast will cover leg cramps. Steven Robbins, the host of the Get It Done Guy podcast, has a new book out. I'll give you more information and a special offer at the end of this podcast. Okay, back to leg cramps. Cramps can happen anywhere in the leg, but this podcast will focus on those leg cramps that happen in the calves. So I guess that would make it Charlie Calves. I don't know. I'll have to ask Grammar Girl about that. A cramp is the tightening of a muscle into the contracted state. Muscles have two states, relaxed and contracted. A muscle is relaxed when all the fibers within the muscle are elongated. When the muscle does its job, calcium goes into the muscle cells and sodium rushes out. Doing so causes the fibers to shorten and the muscle to pull, doing its work. Now, that's not a problem in the short term, when the muscle's doing the work it's supposed to be doing. But when the muscle stays contracted, it hurts. It's a sharp and intense pain. Why do cramps occur? Well, one reason is a decreased supply of oxygen. If you've ever gotten a stitch in your side when you're exercising, you've experienced this phenomenon. When the work of the muscle outstrips the flow of blood and supply of oxygen, the muscle can cramp up. That doesn't happen under normal circumstances in the leg, even with significant exertion. But when the blood supply to the leg muscles is compromised, specifically from a buildup of cholesterol plaques in the arteries, the muscles will cramp. The cramping of the calves during exercise is something called claudication, which heralds the presence of peripheral artery disease, or PAD. I'll talk more about it later. Another, less serious reason for leg cramps is that the electrolytes get out of balance. Electrolytes are the chemicals that help the muscle contract, the main ones being sodium, potassium, calcium, and magnesium. If any of these gets out of whack, the muscle doesn't work like it should, resulting in cramping. The electrolyte imbalance is often the cause of those painful cramps that wake you up at night. So what causes electrolytes to get messed up in the first place? Well, there's a number of things that can lead to this. The first is overheating and sweating. Overheating and sweating a lot will cause the body to lose sodium, potassium, and magnesium. Certain medications can also cause the body to lose these chemicals, the most common of which is a water pill or a diuretic. And finally, there are medical problems that can cause balance of these chemicals in the body to go awry. In addition to claudication and electrolyte imbalance, the last major cause of leg cramps are medication. Beside the aforementioned diuretics, other medications such as blood pressure and cholesterol drugs can make the muscles ache and even cramp up. Sometimes the cramps are a mystery. A good portion of the time, the leg cramps that happen at night really don't have a clear cause. This makes treatment more challenging, and it drives both doctor and patient a little crazy. When should you worry about leg cramps? In general, cramps are a sign that things are out of balance. If you have pain in your legs whenever you walk, and that pain gets better after resting, tell your doctor. That's claudication, and it may signify that you have narrowing of the blood vessels in your legs, and that may be a sign that you have narrowing of blood vessels in other parts of your body, such as those supplying the heart and the brain. People with claudication are at significantly increased risk of having a heart attack 
or a stroke. Leg cramps that begin after you've started a medication are also concerning. Sometimes these medications could be causing a decrease in blood flow to the legs, such as with some blood pressure pills. And sometimes, as is the case with certain cholesterol medications, they could be damaging the muscle. Technically, the pain from cholesterol medications is not a crampy pain, but a generalized ache. But everybody's going to have differences in their symptoms. So what should you do about leg cramps? For those people who have seen their doctor and have had more serious problems ruled out, leg cramps can still be a great nuisance, and treating them can be a challenge, which is, in doctor speak, that we can't fix the problem. Here are some treatments for leg cramps that have worked in my practice. First is potassium and magnesium. Even if lab tests are negative, sometimes taking potassium and magnesium supplements can improve the symptoms. Magnesium supplements are safe, although they do tend to loosen the bowels some, but potassium supplements shouldn't be taken without some supervision by your doctor. Second thing you can do is cut back on alcohol and caffeine. Both of these can cause dehydration, make you pee more, which can make your muscle cramps more likely. Stretching exercises can also improve symptoms, especially if done right before bedtime. And finally, medications. Quinine is an old medication that works really well. The problem is that it not only interacts with other medications, but it can itself have significant toxicity. It's not available on the market for leg cramps, but some people find drinking a little tonic water, which contains quinine, can help. Diphenhydramine or Benadryl taken at bedtime can also help. When all else fails, talk to your doctor. There are some prescription medications that can help as well. Finally, I want to mention that leg cramps are not the same thing as restless leg syndrome, which is not as painful but equally irritating. I'll cover that in PAD in a future podcast. Okay, now to Stever's book. Are you busy or overwhelmed? If so, you probably need to get Get It Done Guys, Nine Steps to Work Less and Do More. The book covers all the things that cause you to fall behind on your goals. You'll learn how to deal with distractions and techniques to stop procrastinating, something that I need. Stever will also tell you how to beat email overload once and for all. The book is available in paperback and on ebooks or audiobooks. Pick up or download your copy today. And if you order it before September 20th, you'll get a free bonus chapter for free. You have to go to the Quick and Dirty Tips website for more information of how to get your free chapter. But that means you can get even more done. If you have topics you'd like me to cover, send them to housecalldoctor at quickanddirtytips.com or you can submit them to me on Twitter at housecalldoc or visit my Facebook page. And don't ever forget about my blog, Musings of a Distractible Mind, at distractible.org. Let me once again remind you that this podcast is for informational purposes only. My goal is to add to your medical knowledge and translate some of that weird medical stuff you hear so that when you do go to your doctor, your visits will be more fruitful. I don't intend to replace your doctor. He or she is the one you should always consult about your own medical condition. Catch you next time. Stay healthy. (laughs) 